Hey folks, welcome to the Irish Steelers podcast, the podcast for Irish Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Well, the season is over. The season has come to an end after an unfortunate and sad exit in the NFL wildcard round, super wildcard round. Uh, and do you know what? Before I get these guys into it, you know, the Steelers meant to play on Sunday, ended up playing on Monday, and it felt like an extended weekend, which was nice apart from the result. Uh, Michael McQuaid, Jamie English, Dave McKee. Jamie, first off, uh, before we talk about the game, weird having a Monday night game, wasn't it? It was weird. It was nice, like, you know, in that. In that. Yeah, it was nice being able to watch a Monday night game at a reasonable hour. Uh, unlike yourself, I don't have the uh, capacity to stay up until super o'clock in the morning watching football on a, on a Monday night, Mick. But no, it, it was great. Like you said, it was a, a nice little extension of the weekend. Um, and like it, it, was, it was a welcome change to be able to watch Steelers football on a Monday night as opposed to a Sunday night. So it was it was a great way to start the week despite the result. But Sherlock, we were playing we were playing bonus football at that stage. I mean we had no expectations of making it to the, to the playoffs reg- never mind winning a playoff game. And I think regardless of how well the team played in the past couple of weeks, going into Buffalo in those conditions and playing against Josh Allen the way he's been playing recently, look, it would it would have been a miracle if we had gotten any other results except what happened last night. So I think we should just take the positives uh, such as they are from the season and um, start looking to 2025-2024 season. Here, it'll be 2025 before you know it, mate. It feels like this whole, this whole year is flowing in, which is which is crazy because I remember we were like almost grasping the topics uh, in a positive way whenever we were looking at the preseason, and that, that seems like five minutes ago, which is awesome. It's just flowing in, and I always get that sadness, I guess, when we get to the end. I've seen your your hype video, Jimmy. I was bouncing around on Monday watching it and it was great to see so many people with the uh, here we go printouts. I had the whole guy, the old printer to print it out. Didn't have any coloured ink left, but sure, done the same job. Uh, Dave, for people that can't see you right now, my man, uh, you're wearing a Steelers hat. You're still openly, you know, patriotic and buzzing 24 hours on. Are, are, are you disappointed or w- what's the current thought? Of course I'm disappointed, Mike. Um, I may be wearing Steelers hat. It's, it's more just to hide uh, my bot, my bad hairline. But uh, no, nah, I'm joking. Um, of course, look, we're disappointed. Just as, as Jimmy said, you know, we're. Um, but at the same time, we do have a lot of reasons to be proud. You know, to go into Buffalo, one of the hardest places in the NFL. You know, to win minus our best player, and to have it narrowed down to a one-score game with what was it, six, seven minutes left, the fourth quarter. It's really something to think about. At least. Um, we sort of shot ourselves in the foot earlier on, you know, with the fumbles. Probably lucky to get away with a Fryermuth one, as well as, you know, the interception in the end zone. I mean, you come away, you have to come away with points on that drive. And to not do that, you know, you, you can do that against Cincinnati and Baltimore's backups. You're always going to have another chance against the best teams in this league. You're just not going to get them chances. So uh, before you know it, they're, they're 14, 21 points ahead of you, three scores. And it's just too long in, in the playoffs. So. As well as that, you know, a few questionable decisions, you know, by the referees on the night. Look, I'm not going to sit here and blame the referees and say it's the reason we lost. It's not. But, you know, um, you know the Miles Jack hit on, on Josh Allen, it's not a dangerous one. I, I can understand why they threw the flag, but it's it's realistically, it's not dangerous. So it's just a bit of a kick in the teeth. Uh, that's not even the one I'm really angry about. The one more one is, is the hit on Joey Porter Jr. by one of the Bills O-linemen. I just don't know how the referees don't see it. So, again, I'm not going to sit here and use it as an excuse, but at the same time, when you're playing against the Bills, it doesn't help, you. It doesn't help, you know. You need, 
you need your luck and we just didn't have it by the, the official so i'm not going to sit here and blame them but you know you need you know you need your first share of luck and uh you know that at the same time you know we'll just have to sort of knuckle down as jimmy said at the same time we have to realize we have to be honest as well we're not at that level to go one to, one-on-one against the likes of buffalo kansas no. city in the place at the minute we're just not so as i say we're going to take a good uh, time to reflect in the off season you know we're going to have to look at you know personnel wise if there's going to be changes there who knows but um going forward we're going to have a good long uh, hard look at and thinking of ourselves and uh I, I believe hopefully come september's time we're we're ready to go again so uh I haven't lost all faith, you know. We're, people are sort of beating themselves up on Twitter all day, and I'm I'm not in that ball game, you know. We got to dust ourselves down and, and just take a look, at, long hard look in the mirror. It was hard. It was hard though, Dave, last night because they were they run out. They, they scored three touchdowns, and we were texting when I got police. This is it. <laughs> That's it. And then Deontay Johnson scored that touchdown, and we we're like, oh, hold on a second, hang on now. And I like I started to believe again, and I think that's what makes it hurt even more is that I actually I had faith you know, towards the middle and the end of that game and then looks possibly mistakes. Um, I mean, obviously, key areas were depleted. It completely stripped out an inside linebacker and that was so evident against the run and even in coverage in the tight ends last night. Um, as, you know, safety as well. So thin at safety and thank God we had Minka Fitzpatrick back. Otherwise, it could have been a lot, lot worse, I think. Because um, he, he, if you were down TJ and Minka, it would have been a complete disaster. So... Yeah, look, it is it is what it is. Just on that Miles Jack moment, um, we've had the real positive, I guess, for a lot of people. It's been one of the biggest positives this year. The Steelers have been on Sky Sports so many times, at least nine times this year out of 18, 19 weeks. And I'm, I'm not sure if you guys both watched it, but did you both see Nahamalong Su's sort of comments on that? He thought it was a very soft uh, sort of penalty to give away. He thought that there was a wrong decision made. He thought that the game should have been played on. And going on that, like for me, there was still at that point in the game, there was still the optimism of stop them, get the ball back up the field. And look, I was definitely in the cohort of when they go two or three scores up, you're thinking, oh, it's going to be very difficult here. But Jimmy, you said it yourself there as well. There was a moment where I was sitting there going, hold on here. If they can get it back again, they've got a chance because Mason... Tommy Mason Crosby a little bit. He definitely can connect a lot more in the second half and looked a lot more confident. I thought that was a very, very soft uh, flag, personally. Very soft. Yeah, I think there was a couple of critical moments in that game last night, Mick, that were, were, were pivotal. I mean, in terms of negatives, they hit the, the flag of Miles Jack. Ugh, like that's such a hard one. And I think they're going to call that, with, with the focus on, on quarterback safety and player safety in general, any sort of contact that's deemed to be late or high or dangerous, they're good. They're going to flag it. And I have to agree with Dave as well. There were a couple of questionable calls. Um, there was there was a hold, the defensive holding missed on Deontay Johnson towards the latter stages of the game, where the defender had his had his arm around his waist. I mean, that should have been called by all by all means, you know. But we all, we also got away with a couple. Of, we we got we definitely got away with it with a Miles Jack could have been pass interference that was only given as a defensive holding. Surely cost us five yards instead of fifteen. So, I mean, it's ebbs and flows. Like like Dave referenced earlier on that uh, fire mood fumble, he was not out of bounds. That ball was live. Let's be honest here. So, we 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 got away with that one. So you know, it, it swings around a bit. But for me, I mean, there was a couple of key things that 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 game hinged on. I mean, the the block of the punt. I mean, that's something we've seen them do before this season. It's something we've seen them score off. I mean, that was massive. But I, I think we should have capitalized more on that. 
Um, and it just, just it, it, like it was just a game of big moments. It was a couple of massive missed tackles. I mean, that run on that run where where um oh where Josh Allen scored. I mean, the fifty-two yard touchdown run, second long, second longest QB rushing touchdown in playoff history. I mean, you can't have plays like that and expect to have a chance to win. You, you just you know, if you if you let Josh Allen do that to you, you're you're gonna have a long night. So, I look. I mean, like I said, we, we dared to believe when when they started coming back, but it was just it was just too much for us overall. I think. And yet, just I'll jump jump in here as well. We we also need to shout out Mason Rudolph. I mean, he's played absolutely out of his skin for the past couple of weeks. And albeit, you know, I think there was a couple of injuries to the inside linebackers on the Bills. You know, I think Tony Romo and Jim Nance were very. They're very favourable, more more or less saying like other oh, target, and I think I can't remember the player's name, but uh, and he was we were very good in actually exposing that in their defence. But uh, as you say, like it's just one of those things where Josh Allen can play for sixty minutes straight, and if you can't match it, then if you can't match the other team's quarterback, then it's it's going to be difficult. And unfortunately, just we we came out in the wrong end. But it'd be interesting to see what happens with Mason. You know, obviously with his contract up and stuff, and he he wasn't getting drawn in that before the game, but. You know, it's it's one of those things where he's done absolutely everything he could have possibly done to end the season, and uh, we just have to obviously say thanks, thanks very much for 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 doing that for us. You know, as we said a couple of weeks ago, Jimmy said it. We barely even thought we'd be in this position, and we are. And obviously, we we took our un- unlucky bounces with TJ being out and stuff. So it's one of those things where we'll we'll, we'll dust ourselves down and we'll have to wait and see. TJ definitely missed obviously last night, and. You're right, Dave, and you're right, Jimmy, what you're saying. I mean, Dave, going on the whole conversation about Mason Rudolph for him to sort of come in and really take take charge of this team offensively over the last two weeks has been really cool to see. But look, he didn't have a great first half, but he really turned around in the second half. And look, a lot of a lot of people did not give, especially locally, a lot of people didn't give the Steelers much of a chance against the Bills. And I think a few people were shut up last night, to be honest with you, because I think people expected the route. And that did not happen at all. There was a point where the Steelers were not that far off. And... I guess more more average sort of consistency there, and we'll sort of see that going forward, and hopefully um, we sort of see that next step being taken in twenty twenty four. Let's look at the standard and consistency and heat from Coach Mike Tomlin and hear exactly his thoughts on the game. You know, I compliment Coach McDermott and the Buffalo Bills for for victory in a hard fought game. Um, you know, I appreciate the efforts of our guys in there. I just told them that, um, but efforts don't get it done. Um, so let's talk tangibly about why we weren't successful. Um, you know, we spotted them early um, in the football game uh, via the turnovers. Can't come into an environment like this versus a playoff caliber team and, and turn the ball over like that and and, um, and expect to be competitive, man. We spotted them. Uh, we fought back in it um, over the course of the the game, uh, we cut it to seven um, and was excited about that. Um, then we gave up a touchdown drive. When you get a major penalty within a drive on defense, that's usually going to produce points. Um, and that was the case. Um, and it put them back up by 14, and, and the rest is academic. And so um, I'm appreciative of the efforts, um, but it's not mystical. Uh, we didn't do what was required to win tonight. We didn't take care of the ball. We didn't get it get the ball from them enough in an environment like this and thus uh, the score. Had a couple of injuries. Joey Porter, Allen Robinson are in the concussion protocol. Uh, Pat Frymuth had an ankle, um, had limited availability there toward the end of the game. Questions? 
Mike Beck's second turnover again, Josh goes 52 yards on that scramble. I know that one is really hurtful. No question. Uh, but we talked about quarterback mobility and what he and they are capable of. Um, and probably not the story of the game was the mobility, but the turnover component, you know. Um, Got to do better. Kept you from getting consistent ground game offensively. Um, their efforts. Um, they did a really good job of packing the line of scrimmage and, um, you know, forcing us to throw the ball more vertically, probably a little bit more vertically than we wanted to. We adjusted. We started doing that, and we started moving the football. Um, so credit to them. Like what, did they do something different with their tight ends, or did what you had planned just not work the way you looked? You know, we've had our issues with tight end matchups over the second half of the year. Um, we adjusted in game, uh, but they made some plays definitively early on. How much did you feel the loss of not having T.J. Watt up there? You know, I didn't think about it, to be quite honest with you. We knew all week he wasn't playing, and so we prepared with that mindset. And so I didn't waste any time thinking about what, what wasn't at our disposal. Uh, we had too much at our disposal and too many decisions and considerations to be made to waste time like that. How do you think Mason did after throwing that interception? I thought he was solid. I thought he was competitive. I thought his confidence was unshakable. I thought he, you know, displayed the things that he displayed really – for the last month or so. That was coach Mike Tomlin speaking after the Steelers dropped out of the 2024 NFL playoffs of a loss in the Super Wildcard matchup at Highmark Stadium against the Buffalo Bills. We're going to hear from two players before we look back renaissance on the year. We'll hear from Mason Rudolph and Cameron Hayward on the Irish Steelers podcast. Um, anytime you're on the road and, and uh, playing a good team and that's ex as explosive as they are, you want to try to you know have a fast start and we didn't and um, uh, you know we knew being on on the road you got to come out and you know keep it close early and we didn't but you know it was probably the way we fought back there at the end and um, never never stopped believing and put you know one stack try to stack one good play on top of another. It was a good, it was a great play by the defender. Um, kind of a timing deal. Thought he covered tape well out of his break. Um, I mean, he he was in his low hip. He just the little leverage was a little off. I just got to put that ball out much more outside us or nobody. But like I said, he he made a great play. He was feeling ready to score at the end of the first half. You know, set that bit there, stock it, Starting to think at that point, okay, things are turning around here. We're going to chance. Absolutely, yeah. No, I was um, the score. Like you said, at the end of the half was big to keep us keep us in it, and um, and then and then the field goal, and the touchdown, cut it to seven. So, like I said, I was I was uh, proud of the way. I mean, everyone in the, in the in, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, defense did a, did, a, did a good job too. But I know our guys uh, never stopped believing, and. Um, Stayed in it mentally and encouraged each other and tried to, you know, put some points on the board. You let them show something over these last four weeks. Something you have shown something over these last four weeks. Show NFL quarter starting quarterback. Yeah, I think, um, you know, when I go back and look at the, the totality of the tape, I'll get a better feel for it. But I'm, I think, I think right now. Um, um, obviously, we, we, the plan was to come here and get a win, and we fell short. <clears throat> fell short to a great team, but uh, I, I think I can say I, you know, I was proud of 
what we as an offense put on tape these last few weeks and um, just the way we the way we celebrated, the way guys cheered for each other, the, whether the run game was, was working, whether the receivers were uh, rolling. I mean, it was just a – it was just uh, – we had, we had chemistry and we had belief and uh, love for one another. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, in my heart, I want to play. Um, um, but, you know, uh, it's been rough. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I need to take the offseason to get healthy again. Um, you know, battling back for, through a groin. Um, you know, it's one thing to just walk off a groin. Um, another thing to play football. Um, and there's been some other stuff, but, you know, uh, it's definitely been a season that um, I just wanted to put my hand in that pile. Yeah, that has been all that wanted to be in this year, really kind of hanging around and just right back in. Was there a point where you thought, okay, here we go? We've, yeah. We get close. Well, um, when we got it down to seven points, I thought we were going to, you know, make a run. Um, you know, it comes back to the defense. Um, you know, we got some turn. We got some penalties uh, that kept the drive alive, and we didn't get off the field. And uh, missed tackling led to a touchdown. And um, you know, we just thought we just need to get our ball, the ball back to our offense, one more time with a seven-point lead, and then we can make things interesting. But um, man, I appreciate the fight of the guys. Uh, was it pretty? No. Um, it's been ugly in this game, but uh, you know, you just got to find ways to get it done. Great to hear from the guys, and you know it's emotional, Jimmy, because that's it. That's that's the last game for for a while, and that's you know as much as we all love the NFL, it's it's mad because you have to almost you have to cherish each and every down, each and every week, because there is that big off season. And I guess if you're, you know, I I I I know a lot of us work in the league and do different podcasts and do different things, and sometimes it feels like there is no off season, but certainly on the field there is, and. It's going to be a while before we see the guys out in the field again. Um, in this segment, we're going to give our favorite memory of the season. And Jimmy, I'm blatantly going to go ahead of you here. So I'm, I'm, I mean, if you want to, if you want to reenact this and give me the same one, it's fine. But I have to give the watch party in Grove Park a shout out because it, it, I think for a lot of people, um, it shocked me just how much I enjoyed it. Not that I wasn't going to enjoy it, but just. It was so fun, and it was I think I guess Ireland's first time to have an event like that was really really cool, and you could see the Steelers went all out. I know the result didn't go the way on the day, and I think a lot of us and Jim and going on what Dave said a few minutes ago, Jimmy, like we as as Dave said, we did not expect this team to make such a playoff run after that result. No. I think a lot of us were were sort of panicking at that point, and you know even at that, even with the loss, it was still an enjoyable day. Which says so much about the way of the team, and more so, uh, Santonio, Allen, everybody that came over. It was such a fun time, and I know there was other things that weekend. They were up and down, and they were doing different camps, and I love that. But I'll say this: now, shut up, guys. I promise. I'll give you the 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 microphone here. I love the fact that you know. I think for a lot of people, we're we're lucky that what we're experiencing as fans now in this generation of this game because there was people there on that night that would have dreamed of something to get in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. So it was really cool. I'm really excited to see what happens this year. We we don't know what's going to happen, but we know there's stuff in the you know in the plans and um, it's going to be cool to see what happens. Jimmy, if I stole your fire with that event, I feel, I feel like I have. 
Well, there's a reason you went first because I think that was everyone's highlight from the season, Nick. But uh, no, that's fair enough. And I completely agree with you. I mean, it, there's such, you can even see there's such exciting times ahead, not only the Steelers organization as a whole. Like, I mean, there are positives to take from this season with different players and things. But just for what's in store for Ireland over the next couple of years, with not just the Steelers, but NFL in general. I mean, we're, we're on the ground, the three of us. We're seeing how much the fandom is, is growing year on year and month on month. And it's just, it's it's absolutely exploding right now. So it's great to be in the middle of that and be, experience, be experiencing that. But I think my own personal kind of favorite thing from the season, if I had to pick up it, Let's be honest, there's not a lot of massive positives for, from on the field, but I would have to say the emergence of Jalen Warren is probably my um, my favourite thing from this season. I mean, way back when, whenever we started this podcast, I did kind of tap him as a player to watch this season. Uh, and he's definitely, he, he's emerged as one of, one of the best running backs in the league. And it's no longer a case of Najee Harris being running back one and Jalen being running back two. They are, they're interchangeable and they, Jalen Jalen is a change of pace back. He's so explosive every time he takes he, he gets his hand on the ball. Uh, he's dynamic in the passing game as well. So I think he's going to take on an even bigger role next year. Uh, and look, if it is the case, and I don't see why it would be that the Steelers don't exercise Najee's fifth year option, I think we we have a true running back one in, in Jalen Warren. So watching him emerge uh, has definitely been my highlight of the season. I love it, Jimmy. Dave, Jimmy came in clutch with that Jill and Warren one. What's yours? We've went how many minutes wide saying Nick Herbig on this podcast, Dave? <laughs> you know, I know God, I've, I've lost count of tracks of how many times he was mentioned on the podcast this year, but um, just on a personal note, obviously the, the watch party is the number, you know, the number one just on a personal note because if you had told me this time last year, I would be sitting in the Hogan Suite in Crow Park watching the Steelers on a Sunday afternoon, getting to meet Super Bowl MVP, Santonio Holmes and Alan Fanica. Um, Hall of Famer, Alan Fanica, by the way. Um, I would have asked you maybe what, what was in your tea. Um, it's, it's it's incredible just to think about this time last year. I would have never imagined it. So that was probably on a personal note. Um, in terms of like player, I wasn't expecting maybe player development. Obviously with, with Nick Herbig, it, you know, the moment he got his first sack was great, of course. Um but on, in moments-wise, I think back to that play against the Ravens. Um, I can't remember if it was third down or not, but Kenny Pickett's um, smart decision-making, throwing it long to George Pickens and winning the game with, with a long long throw to the end zone for a touchdown. Thinking back, that was probably my moment of the season as well. I think you had the TJ Watt against the Browns in the first Monday Night Football of the year. You know, a fumble recovery into the end zone for a touchdown to seal the game. So there was a couple of moments I got um, where I think of specific game time moments but as I say like um, development wise you know this, it always comes down to TJ Watt at the same time I mean to to, to be the first player in NFL history to reach uh, to lead the league in sacks three, for three years on consecutive seasons it's an incredible achievement and probably you know in terms of player development again he's our best player so we, there's not much room to develop there but in terms of player development, that would be mine. But the, the moments I think back to, obviously, would be that touchdown to the, to George Pickens. It was probably his breakout moment of the year as well. Remember, we were sort of saying, like, when's he going to get this moment? And that was probably the moment that, that helped it. So that's probably my moment of the year. Yeah, look, it's it's been a great year and there's been so many things that have happened and it's just, it's flew in and it feels like we were sitting in week one five minutes ago. It was really, really strange. But I know, and I think, Jimmy, you sort of said it there as well, like on the ground, 
this is only the start and that's what's so cool about this because like when you've done this in one season what do we expect not just next season but um in the lead up to next season there's so many things to come and i know folks if you want to you know keep on board keep on touch do follow steelers ireland on x and on instagram also uh i know you boys will be sitting hoping the baltimore get knocked out this weekend to get the uh i'm, I'm joking i'm joking I, I, I don't know the Lions. I, I'm t- I'm adopting the Lions as my playoff team now. I am 100 percent behind that at that franchise. I mean, oh, you're the same age as me. Yeah, I like I I was 11 months old when they last they got to like they last won the playoff game. That's insane. Like yeah. that's so long ago. Like I'm I'm 100 percent firmly behind the Lions as my underdog this year to win to 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 win the NFC and get into the into the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Hashtag Dan Campbell. I'm hoping for some sort of like, you know, redemption that the Steelers are back in like next week. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo can't play. Okay, right, fair enough. Doesn't work Let's that go. way, Mick. Doesn't um, work that way. I know, I know, I know. Look, there, there's always next year and I, and I know at some point we will be uh, talking around the championship slash bull periods. I can believe it. I can, if you see it, you can achieve it. That's what I can see in my mind. Lads, it's been great crack over the last few weeks. I know we'll have content coming out again very, very soon. For everyone listening, uh, just grab me a mug. Thank you so much for listening this season. We'll be back very soon. Uh, but for now, this has been the Irish Steelers podcast. Do we do we get it? Here we go. An optimistic. Here we go ahead of 2020. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say 20. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Here we, here we go. go.